0: I'm so excited for you guys to hear from this beautiful soul, Elizabeth Wanget, today. She is one of our mastermind members in Elevate360, actually. Came through our uh, flagship LinkedIn Method Academy and into our mastermind. And if you are a healthcare professional thinking about launching your own business, you are going to want to lean in and learn and listen to... Elizabeth's journey, her strategy, and her tips and tricks and how she was able to really exit her nine to five and live all out with her passion as her purpose. She's also going to tap in today to syncing your cycle to supercharge your career. If this is something you've heard of as a female before, there is a secret to harnessing the power of hormonal rhythms to optimize your productivity. You guys are not gonna wanna miss this episode. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Need some effective, tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact. And you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies. Simple implementation methods to put them into practice and action stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right. I believe we are live with Miss Elizabeth Weigand. Elizabeth, so excited to have you here on the Burnout to All Out podcast. How are you?
1: I am just doing. It. Absolutely wonderful. I'm super pumped to be here. Like I can't stop smiling. I'm just really looking forward to this conversation and just grateful for you having me on your show. Yes. So, oh my gosh. So it's going to be so fun. So really quick, you guys, I'll give you the formal bio, but
0: Elizabeth is actually one of our clients instead of our Elevate 360 mastermind and just an incredible female entrepreneur making a huge splash in the holistic wellness space. But let me give you a little bit of a background around Elizabeth. She's a woman's hormone and gut health guru, functional nutrition expert, author, contributor for best holistic life magazine, speaker, host of the thrive mama podcast, wife, and mother to two little ladies. And her specialty is empowering women who are feeling overwhelmed, fatigued, and short on time to reclaim their vitality through optimized wellness. And she emboldens women to unearth their feminine superpower through deep inner healing, through mind, body, and spirit. So I'm so excited to tap into some of this with you today, Elizabeth. But before we get into your zone of genius, this is the Burnout to All Out podcast. So for a half a minute, let's take you back to... I want you to inspire our listeners who are maybe straddling a career Mm -hmm. and a dream of going after their passion because there was a moment in life in time where you were straddling that, right? Mm -hmm. So take us back to your career prior to being the entrepreneur that you are today. Where were you and what were you doing?
1: Okay, so... I am traditionally trained as a doctor of pharmacy, mm-hmm. so I ended up at a mom-and-pop community pharmacy right after I graduated from pharmacy school. I became the pharmacy manager and spent my time there for five years. Mm-hmm. During that time, I would say right from the get-go, I was really frustrated mm-hmm. because I was met with this Feeling like I was hitting a brick wall with the care that I wanted to provide my patients, but the lack of time, I would say, because you're pulled in so many directions, you can probably attest to this Mm -hmm. being in the pharmacy space Mm -hmm. as a pharmacist, especially being a manager in that space too. So that was really hard for me because I knew that there is a better way to take care of your body than slapping what I call a pharmaceutical band-aid on or in your body, right? So that was really hard for me. And then I ended up getting pregnant with my first little shortly after I started my career and had a traumatic birth experience with her, had a traumatic birth experience with my second, and it was after I had my second daughter, I ended up in the hospital and I became sick with mastitis which for those of you who don't know what that is it's an infection of your breasts while you're nursing. I had gone back to work shortly after she was born and just my body wasn't ready to leave her from nursing her on you know a regular schedule. So I became sick and I was in the hospital room they had to admit me into the hospital and put me on IV antibiotics and It was kind of like at that moment, I realized I was not serving in my purpose Mm. and it all had to do with, I, I like to say like my struggles that I went through with finding that frustration in my profession with not being able to provide the care that I wanted to with my patients, my experiences with giving birth I also had a pretty toxic work environment that I was in, which mm-hmm. made it difficult yeah, for me to be a mom, which is my ultimate responsibility, and then also like navigate my career. Mm-hmm. So each of those struggles really was this path for me that I was meant to walk down to open my eyes and see my purpose. And that, that moment when I was just, I was binge watching, like baking shows. It was right before Thanksgiving at this point. And I just had that light bulb go off. And I knew that my struggles of motherhood and trying to navigate my career as a woman weren't necessarily unique to myself and that this is going on all over the world to a lesser or greater extent. So I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. I went through these difficulties in my life because I am to guide women and give them that perspective of you are worthy. You can become that empowered version, confident human being. And it just kind of like took off from there. And I had to go through my own health issues after that point because of the IV antibiotics. And then I kept getting recurring infections. So I had to be on oral antibiotics. My gut was wrecked. And that's when I really started diving into functional medicine and functional nutrition and had to heal my body. And like, even that was just another step in the direction of finding my purpose and getting out of the corporate environment and into a space where I feel like I'm serving it the way that I meant to.
0: Mm, oh my gosh. So good. And, and I find this is a common thread with a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Elizabeth, is it like... Part of our journey becomes our ultimate purpose. It's like sometimes you're in the middle of it and you're like, why me? And then you come out of it and you're like, oh, that's why, because I'm going to change the world because of Mm -hmm. the experience that I had. Right. Yes. So true. Put me through this on purpose. Okay, gang, we need to take a quick hydration break. So grab your drink of choice. And as you rehydrate, I'll give you the lowdown on my free LinkedIn lead gen masterclass starting March 20th. If you feel like you're screaming into the void when you post content on Facebook or Instagram, struggling to find a sustainable and scalable lead generation process that sticks, and you just want someone who's been there and done that to reveal their secrets, then it's critical that you register to save your spot ASAP. During this live masterclass, you'll get to steal the exact strategy I used to scale my income from $0 to $1 million in just 19 months without spending a fortune on ads or suffering from burnout. Simply check out the show notes of the podcast episode for the link to register for your free spot in the LinkedIn Lead Gen Masterclass. The URL is www.livethefreelife.co forward slash the dash masterclass. And don't worry, even if you miss a couple of days or you can't make it to all the training sessions, we'll deliver the replays directly into your inbox daily so you can watch them on your own time. All you have to do is make sure you sign up for the masterclass pronto before registration ends on Thursday March 23rd. I'd love to know, you know, how did you start initiating? Because I agree, and I'm not here to bash pharmacy. We both have doctorates in pharmacy, but I know that going into pharmacy, me personally, I thought, you know, I had this mission and passion and health and wellness. And I don't think when you're young and you're in college and you don't know what you don't know till you Mm -hmm. get through the other end of it, to your point, And, you know, there are a lot of great medications out there that save people's lives. But in general, the mundane day-to-day prescriptions really are a Band-Aid to a lifestyle or mindset or energetic. Like there's so many things that could be addressed before the medicine or during therapy that could help people wane off of the medication that they're on. Absolutely. So I love that you and I align on that, right? And it's one of the biggest reasons I got out of pharmacy. It was like, okay, this is not why I came into this industry at all. And so I love that you're able to now make a bigger impact in a niche audience. So let's talk about that pivot. So you realized you were getting sick. Where did you come to conclusion that, Western medicine is prescribing me antibiotics. I'm continuing to get sick. Where was it in your journey as a healthcare practitioner that you decided I need to grab like the bull by the horns. I need to grab the reins and I need to go do some self-study. Like, where did you, where did that happen?
1: And where did you go with that? I would say I started just kind of like dipping my toe into this, into functional medicine. Cause I was following Dr. Mark Hyman. He's like the ultimate functional medicine practitioner. Right. Right. So I would say it was actually just before I graduated pharmacy school. So mm-hmm. I knew of it. Mm-hmm. I also knew that when I was in pharmacy school and then going through my courses, I had one professor who spoke to the power of nutrition. Mm-hmm. And that really clicked with me. And I knew that the way I was treating my body through pharmacy school. For example, like my second year, I really neglected my nutrition and my movement. But then once I got into my third and fourth year, I was like, no, that's not serving me. I need to be doing this. So I would say it kind of like really started then Mm -hmm. that seed was planted for me. And then when I was sick, it was like the second month after I was on another round of antibiotics. And I'm just like, I feel horrible. My gut was just yuck. I was bloated. I remember being dizzy, having really bad vertigo, which is associated with gut dysbiosis as well. Mm. Because antibiotics, they wreck your good gut bacteria. So Mm. at that point, I'm like, I really need to go back and revisit this whole functional medicine thing. And that's Mm. where I started doing the self-study work. So that was in 2019. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So fast forward You're in
0: practice, you've been sick, you've kind of self-diagnosed, you're starting to self-study. Where did it become, the light bulb become action Mm. that you had a higher calling? What did it take for you to start taking radical action and launching the practice, the business, the things you have
1: today? When the pandemic hit. So My husband and I, on top of all this, I'm over $300,000 in student loan debt, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to work for the employer that I had because of that toxic environment. I knew I needed to leave, right? And we just came up with this game plan after some events had occurred with them. Like, we need to get out of debt and we need to do it now. So our plan was to pay it off as quickly as possible. And we did it in less than a year from that, like set point date, right? Wow. So it was like right around March, 2020, I would say paid off my debt then the shit hit the fan with the world. And then it really gave me that time to be a little bit more introspective, which I think happened for a lot of people. Yes. I always say that when disaster disruption happens, that's when
0: everybody... Goes, well, I didn't really like that fill in the blank anyway. Like I didn't like that career. I didn't like, like, then people start to get curious, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. And I'm
1: just like, well, you know, I'm not aligned with what I'm doing in the pharmacy profession. I want to help women Mm -hmm. and help them heal their bodies. Why not just kind of like dig in? How can I do this as a practice myself? Mm -hmm. And I came across a practitioner who's a functional medicine nurse practitioner I think it was November, 2020. Mm -hmm. And I signed up for a course with her and started working on launching my practice from there. Like, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. This is how I can reach the masses, you know? So that's where that all really took place.
0: Incredible. Okay. So you and I, I think are of the same like DNA when it comes to investing in communities to help us grow. I know that you have been in some of the same communities I have along your journey, but can you speak to as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, what it's done for you to invest in communities, to be in the room through your evolution, through COVID Mm -hmm. and where you are today? Like, What has that done for you versus had you tried to do it all on your own?
1: Oh my Lord, <laughs> thinking about doing it all on my own just gives me anxiety. Like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> um, I would say community and support is everything when you are a solopreneur, entrepreneur, because you're in a room with people that get you mm-hmm. and that makes a world of difference. And then like from investing with you and the mastermind from October till now, I've grown by leaps and bounds already. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is insane. So, and it's about who your coach is. I think that makes a huge difference, Mm -hmm. right? So who you're being mentored by their team. And then the, the network that you're in the group of people that are also in that community too. So, I mean, to me, it's something that you can't even put a
0: price on. Right. Totally, Mm -hmm. absolutely, and you know it's funny because I made a post this morning about my my mentor, Chris Harder, who you'll get to meet. And I can't wait; it's gonna be so good. (laughs) And you know, at every level, we need mentorship, right? At every level, there's self doubt. At every level, you don't see the next level of yourself, but the person you've invested in to mentor you does right yeah. and they help yeah. you get there. Well speaking of that, before we get into your zone of genius, which we'll get into, we're going to talk a little bit about gut health and our menstrual cycles and how we can harness like hone in on and and capitalize on where we are in our cycle to be, you know, powerful in business. Has there been any wall kicking moment that you can look back on in entrepreneurship that when you were in the thick of it you are like, this is really effing hard. Like, why am I doing this? And was there on the backside of it, a lesson or a blessing or an insight from the wall kicking moment? Because we all have them as entrepreneurs, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. So I would say last year for me, it was like shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. I called it floundering. I was getting really frustrated. Like I have this amazing program, I don't know how to get eyes on it. I don't know how to get people enrolled. And I just felt like I was dory, just telling myself, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Like there's a light here. There's going to be something that comes of this, that comes to fruition. And really it's funny that you ask. So it was when I signed up for the academy, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And then, cause that was last spring And having been in that community and with your team again, it made me feel like the floundering was starting to slow down. So, Mm -hmm. to answer your question, like the purpose of that, I think, was for me to accept the fact that I needed additional support Mm -hmm. within my business. Mm -hmm. And it was through going through the academy, going to the live event, and then investing in the
0: Mastermind. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about, but it is, I think that, and I can speak to this too. Many times when we're stuck, it's because we've gotten to our lid of like what we know and what we're capable of. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for all the listeners who are listening right now, you know, I talk about this a lot. Like we have this innate internal, like we have the conscious competence, but then we get to a point in which we're no longer competent and we're unconscious Mm -hmm. about the fact that we just don't have the knowledge to get us to the next level. And what I'm hearing you say is it was a little bit of a floundering until you went from unconsciously incompetent to consciously incompetent, meaning, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I don't know everything I need to know. So Mm -hmm. now I'm going to invest and have these, you know, this community and mentorship, like raise my lid, raise my knowledge, such a good point. And I mean, I've experienced it too, right? At every level, your business can get stuck and it's like, what gives? Well, it's time to go look for those who are three steps ahead Yeah that can mentor you through the stuckness or Mm -hmm. you're going to repeat history, right? And live in the past. So good. Okay. Last question. And before we get into your zone of genius, any advice you'd give to your the youngest version of yourself when you when you look back at the Elizabeth who left her career, started her business not too long ago, knowing what you know now, is there Mm -hmm. anything you'd say to her?
1: I would say trust your gut. Trust that seriously, like trust your intuition and, and follow that because your gut, your heart, that's where your authenticity and and that's where you're led in a very real and honest way Mm -hmm. and to ask for help and Mm -hmm. seek guidance Mm -hmm. outside of just yourself.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So good. So good. Well, speaking of gut. Yeah. (laughs) Intended. Let's get unlocking the gut, the link between gut health and afternoon slump. Yes. I know many hit the afternoon slump and reach for the caffeine or a piece of chocolate. How can we heal our guts and boost mm-hmm. our afternoon energy and have a kick-ass day?
1: Yeah. So this I love speaking to gut health really because this is where everything started for me. So when it comes to gut dysbiosis, oftentimes this is caused by stress. It's caused by the foods that you're eating and then your external environment. So when I look at helping someone or helping myself with optimizing my gut health, the first thing I go to is reducing inflammation. And that all has to do with what you're consuming. So unfortunately here in the States, we have SAD as our I guess, like diet, if that's what you want to call it, standard American diet, and it's high in sugar, just those nasty hydrogenated oils, Mm -hmm. refined carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. and those things can really wreck your gut. It causes an imbalance of good and bad gut bacteria, which leads to inflammation. It can lead to leaky gut and leaky gut can cause a whole plethora of different health conditions. One of them being hormone imbalances, It can cause issues with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and then they're linking it to type two diabetes. And then they're also linking Alzheimer's, which is being classified as type three diabetes all to this gut dysbiosis, leaky gut. So this is the first place I really like people to assess. And what I do is I have them go through and do a kitchen audit and audit one meal in their life that they can go through and be honest with themselves and say okay what foods am i consuming that could be triggering me to have this inflammatory response another common thing is like of course gut health problems like bloating irregular bowel movements gas that sort of thing too so that's a good um, way to identify if you are having trouble there so when they're doing this audit The number one offender for gut health issues is actually sugar, like table sugar, different types of sugars that are created, like aspartame is a really nasty one. And it's found to be more addictive than morphine, which is, yeah, which is an opioid pain medication. It's a narcotic. I think it's like 30% more addictive. So that one is the one that you really want to look at and start to... Begin eliminating out of your diet. And then with the refined carbohydrates. So that's breads, pastas, cereal, things like that. Oftentimes that we're grabbing first thing in the morning, a bagel or whatever it might be to run out the door. And then the hydrogenated oils. So vegetable oils, canola, sunflower, and that sort of thing all can cause these issues with gut health problems that we just spoke of. Do you have any suggestions
0: really quick for like, for, you know, I think one of the reasons people grab do cereal or or grab a piece of toast Mm -hmm. is because it's quick and easy in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? Like as much as people would love a deliciously prepared frittata or, you know, (laughs) what is, what are your suggestions, any quick go-tos that Mm -hmm. could be quick and easy and not offend the gut?
1: Yeah. So it's a really good question. And the reason why I bring up breakfast is because often women in particular are either skipping it Mm -hmm or we are just doing that really easy grab and go. So I love recommending smoothies mm-hmm. because they are literally you throw your ingredients in a blender, grab and walk out the door with the kids or whatever you've got going on. So for example, a smoothie recipe that I like is coconut milk, protein powder. I have particular brands that I I encourage people to use a collagen powder, organic berries. You can do frozen berries, and then you can even do frozen spinach in there too, to get your greens. And that is a perfect balanced meal. You've got protein source, complex carbohydrates, and fat content in there. That is like perfect for balancing hormones, perfect for healing your gut and really like get you going on the right foot to start your day. Mm.
0: Awesome. I do a huge batch of my super, super green smoothie mm-hmm. on Mondays it even has spirulina in it and a ton yeah. of spinach. And we use like hemp hearts or chia seeds, but I make a huge batch of it. And like, again, time is money, right? Like I actually have my house manager make a massive batch of it on Monday. And then I'm like drinking off of it for two to three days. I know it's not as fresh, but it's like there and ready to go.
1: Yeah, better exactly. Than
0: a piece of toast or cereal, right?
1: Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when you are consuming a smoothie, like we just spoke to, you're keeping yourself fuller longer. You're giving your body the essential nutrients that it needs to stay energized to get to your next meal. Mm -hmm. So when you hit that afternoon slump, oftentimes it's because either you skipped breakfast, you ate an unbalanced meal where you're primarily consuming a refined carbohydrate, for example, like the toast, the bagel, the cereal, or you could have even started your day with just a cup of coffee, which sounds counterintuitive. But in particular for us ladies, it's really important to remember we need to have food and fuel in our bodies before consuming any type of caffeine source. Mm. And this has a lot to do with your adrenal gland function as well which is outside of the gut, but it does help with your energy level. So my rule of thumb is first thing, when you wake up in the morning, have a glass of lemon water. If you can't tolerate lemon, a glass of water is great. Have your smoothie and then have your cup of coffee and just make it one cup, not 10. I've had right. clients who drink like 10 cups of coffee because it really fatigues your adrenals and it causes cortisol to just be dumped, which is a stress hormone. And it actually makes you more tired in the long run.
0: So good. So good. Okay. So that's a little bit about the afternoon slump, which is really, really helpful. And I agree. I will say the one thing I found even like I don't know how you, how you feel about this, but I noticed like I eat a lot of, I'm like, I'm not fully vegan, but I eat a lot of vegan, like just a lot of plants and veg like vegetables, fruits. Mm-hmm. And I even found that if I would have this like vegan bowl in the afternoons, I noticed that when it had roasted sweet potatoes in it, mm-hmm. um, within 30 minutes, I'm like, I'm in a slump, even though it's yeah. a, it's a vegetable, but I learned that taking that kind of complex carb out keeps me from being so tired in the afternoon. And I don't know what that is. Is it just the gut trying to, you know, break down that taking a lot of energy to break down those sweet potatoes in the afternoon, not the best snack at lunch.
1: Yeah. So sweet potatoes, they, they are a complex carbohydrate. So they're going to break down into sugar or glucose in your body. So I could see where that would be something that would affect your energy levels. And the other thing too is when you're creating like your plate or your meal, you want to make sure you're getting a clean protein, that complex carbohydrate, a vegetable or fruit of some sort, and then a healthy fat, all of that combined is going to benefit you in many different ways. And when I think of the structure of a cell, that's what a cell is made of, right? Yeah, so yeah. those things are all really important to think about. And then with women, with our gut, we actually have a specific set of gut bacteria called the estrobilum that metabolizes estrogen. And if you have a hormonal imbalance, it could be correlated to a gut health imbalance Mm. as well. The estrogen, the excess estrogen is correlated to cramping, bloating, you know, fatigue, mood swings. If you're perimenopausal migraines, or if you're not, I mean, it still can contribute to migraines, hot flashes, low libido, all of these different components that we think about, we accept them as common being a woman. We we don't have to continue to do that and, and accept them as normal as well. So those are just things that I love educating on because (laughs) not many people are talking about it. And that's why gut health is so huge when it comes to hormone balance and, Mm -hmm. and really health in general, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So good. Okay.
0: Well, let's move on to our sinking our cycles. I hear about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit how? we can sync our cycles to really supercharge our our careers, optimize our productivity. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, okay. So, we actually operate on two different biological clocks as women. There's the circadian rhythm that men and women have. It's a 24-hour hormonal cycle. It has to do with melatonin and your sleep-wake cycle. And it actually is how society operates if you think about the work schedule. Oftentimes it's, you know, get up, get ready for work, do the email, do the call afternoon. You're, you are having a lunch date with a client. And then in the evenings you get home, you're exhausted, you're burned out right from the day. And you just want to like slump and be done with the day, sit down on the couch and just tune out. So for women, we have the circadian rhythm. And the infradian rhythm, which is often ignored, and the infradian rhythm is directly linked to your hormonal cycle. So you have four different phases for women who are still menstruating Mm. each month, and so you have you have follicular, you have ovulatory, luteal, and menstrual, Mm. and each one lasts in different duration. But to break it down for you with Navigating these different phases to optimize your work week, we're going to take them and look at them from the perspective of using your hormones and their levels during each of those phases. So, the follicular phase, you're starting out from that phase at a lower level and then slowly building up to higher levels of estrogen. So, estrogen is kind of like, if you think about it, like your active hormone, like your peppy hormone. And then the other hormone that we'll speak to is progesterone, which is your calming hormone. So with the follicular phase, this is a really good time to begin organizing a project, for example, and being mindful of what things you have coming up in that month that you can plan for. So it's kind of like a prepping, planning, organizing phase. Okay. Okay. And then the next phase that you'll move into is the ovulatory. So that lasts about three to four days. This is your time to really be social. So it's a time to book client calls, start networking, doing the things where you know you're going to be speaking with others Mm -hmm. or engaging with others. So that's a perfect time to start doing that. Mm -hmm. And then you move into the luteal phase, which lasts about 10 to 14 days. And your hormones are starting to come down. So ovulatory, everything's up. So progesterone and estrogen are up, you're active, you're you are the social light at this point. And then moving into luteal, you'll slowly have like the estrogen and progesterone begin to dissipate. Mm. And this is I call it your get shit done phase. So everything that you plan for in your first follicular phase you want to make sure those things are all squared away and wrapped up in a pretty little bow. And then menstrual is your last phase. So that typically lasts three to seven days for most women on average. And that's a time to, I call it like your rest and reflect where your intuition is very strong during this time of the month, your left and right hemispheres of your brain are actually more connected during this phase has to do with your Hormone levels. They're they're at their lowest point at this time. And it's a really good time to journal, reflect on your career, reflect on your business, and kind of evaluate things. So that's a really quick (laughs) quick view of how to use that for your work life.
0: Yeah, no, it's so fascinating. And I've heard about it before. And I think always the challenges, as busy and as fast-paced as business is, is like how can you predictably control within certain you know, capacity, what you're doing during certain cycles of the month. And then also for those who have irregular periods, it's right. like kind of yes. how do you map all of that out? But I personally have experienced that as well. Like during ovulation, we did breath work in my small class that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. We did it on Tuesday night and is during my ovulation. And it was a flow state breath work to really open up our creativity and, like, it's really cool. You're going to find out more about it next week in our mastermind or two weeks from now. Cause every, there were so many things that came together for the book we're going to be writing so cool. during that flow state and during that breath work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting because afterwards in the debrief, we were all talking about like sensations and emotions and the things that we felt. And I was like full of energy and almost aroused during the breath work. Mm -hmm. And someone else actually said the same thing. We almost like felt our ovaries like in the middle of the breath work. And she had stated, it's like one of the most creative spaces and times to, you know, really be putting things together because that energy source and force is just like coming up and out and creative and probably your hormones are at the max, but it's just Mm -hmm. like, man, if I could just map, like plan that every month, you know, (laughs) like when I'm But it's true. I mean, it's it's really really interesting, and I guess maybe that's why we need to create flexibility in our schedules too. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And to touch on the point with women who have irregular cycles or you have no idea where you're at, you can use the moon cycle phases. Mm -hmm. That's what I teach on. So for the follicular phase, that would be the waxing moon. For ovulatory, that's full moon. For luteal waning moon, and then for menstrual new moon, and then that way you can kind of Get an idea of where you would be, so to speak. That's also applicable for women who are perimenopausal, because that's when you start having those irregularities. Or if you're postmenopausal and you're like, "I want to do this. I want to reconnect to that part of my life." You can definitely use it that way. And if you're on hormonal birth control, because when you're using hormonal birth control, you're not actually producing your own hormones, your estrogen and progesterone. So there's a little bit of a disconnect there with your cycle. You're not actually having a period at all. So that's a way to kind of navigate that. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. Well, this has been so good,
0: Elizabeth. I know our listeners are going to benefit from this tremendously. So what do you have going on right now? Where can people reach out to you? What are you doing these days?
1: Oh goodness. Okay. So you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I am primarily over there. I love the platform. It's a great place to be. Mm -hmm. I do hang out sometimes on Facebook and hardly ever on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now I'm actually getting geared up for my next masterclass, the Align Woman Masterclass happening March 6th. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited. So that is going to take a little bit about what we talked about today and amplify things. So I'm giving you kind of like a little sneak peek with what I do for my clients in my program, the Fem Formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to simplify your nutrition because the noise and the overwhelm with all of that is real, mm-hmm. and get you balancing your hormones. Tame your hormones by harnessing the power of nutrition and just get you feeling really confident and energized in your body and in your life. So that is what I've got going on. I can get you the link and everything. for Yeah,
0: yeah, get it to us and we can put it in the, in the uh, notes section of the
1: podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get that over to you, but that's what I've got going on right now. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And we're streaming live now. So if anybody's listening and you're curious about our upcoming workshop, you guys can come find her in the DMs maybe over on LinkedIn. Or what's your, do you have a website
1: or anything? Yes. (laughs) ElizabethWygant.com. Awesome. All
0: right. Well, Elizabeth, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for your time and just incredible tricks, tips, and all the things when it comes to, you know, optimizing our day, optimizing our month and how we can kind of leverage what's within us to maximize what's coming at us. Right. Um, So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATES to one 833 310 7171 again text the word updates to 1-833-310-7171 can't wait to see you guys come find me over on instagram linkedin facebook wherever you like to hang i cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning you guys reach out to me over on social because i love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.